أكبر أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله حي على الصلاة حي على الصلاة الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونستهديه ونعوذ بالله تعالى من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلن تجد له وليا مرشدا وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأن سيدنا محمدا عبده ورسوله وصفيه من خلقه وخليله بلغ الرسالة وأدى الأمانة ونصح للأمة فكشف الله تعالى به الغمة وجاهد في الله حق جهاده حتى أتاه اليقين من ربه اللهم صل وسلم على سيدنا محمد الرحمة المهداة وعلى آل بيته الطيبين الطاهرين وعلى أصحابه وعلى من تبعهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون All praises due to Allah Azza wa Jal and belonging to Him, we call upon Him, we pray to Him, we beseech Him, we ask Him by His names and attributes in this blessed day of Friday to better our condition and the condition of the Ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in the East and West. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on this blessed Jumu'ah to give ease to our brothers and sisters in Gaza and Palestine and to give them victory, and to accept their shuhada, and to help them navigate this difficult time. We ask Allah Azza wa Jal to be with everyone afraid in Gaza now, and everyone hungry in Gaza now. We ask Him to be with every person in Gaza who doesn't have a home anymore, who's lost their family, and who's lost their parents, who's lost their children. We ask Allah Azza wa Jal to be with every widow and every orphan. We ask Him subhanah to be with every afflicted person and every injured person. We ask Him to alleviate the condition of the Ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam 
اللهم ربنا إنا ندعوك في هذه الجمعة المباركة وقلوبنا مكلوبة مكلومة مجروحة لما يحدث لإخواننا في غزة وفي فلسطين اللهم فك عنهم كربهم اللهم انصرهم على عدوك وعدوهم اللهم انصرهم على عدوك وعدوهم اللهم إنا نسألك في هذه الساعة المباركة من يوم الجمعة في خطبة الجمعة أن تفك عنهم كربهم اللهم عليك بمن طغى في البلاد فأكثر فيها الفساد اللهم صب عليه سوط عذاب يا رب العالمين اللهم عجل لهم عقوبتك اللهم أحل عليهم نقمتك اللهم عجل لهم عقوبتك وأحل عليهم نقمتك اللهم أهلكهم بجند من جندك يا رب العالمين اللهم أهلكهم بجند من جندك يا رب العالمين اللهم اشف صدور قوم مؤمنين اللهم اشف صدور قوم مؤمنين اللهم اشف صدور قوم مؤمنين اللهم ربنا أنت القوي ونحن الضعفاء إليك اللهم ربنا أنت العزيز ونحن الأذلاء إليك يا ربنا يا قوي يا عزيز نسألك بقوتك وعزتك لانتهاك حرماتك أن تفك الكرب عن إخواننا في غزة وفي فلسطين Oh Allah we ask you by your names and attributes we ask you to give our hearts healing Oh Allah give the believers uh, give the hearts of the believers healing in this moment we ask you by your strength and by your might we ask you by your strength and by your might and we ask you by your ghira for the aggression against your boundaries that you allow the bloodshed in Gaza to stop and that you allow the oppressors to be rid from the land we ask you O Allah to liberate Gaza and Palestine and to liberate all Muslim lands and to replace our weakness with strength we ask you to replace our weakness with strength Ya Rabbil Alameen Ameen Ameen Wa akhru da'wan Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Brothers and sisters we're entering week number four of this great affliction that has befallen the Ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, And that has been ongoing for many, many years, but has come to light in such a brazen way. Such a brazen way when we see the loss of life and the excuses that are, are, are dished out for that through the news media and through the political channels. The excuses and the lies and the distortions of truth cause a lot of pain and emotion, cause a lot of anger, cause a lot of sadness, cause a lot of sorrow for the hearts of every person that has a conscience. Every person, every human being with a sense of conscience is injured from within, not by the bombs, but by the reactions of the world. Brothers and sisters, our brothers and sisters in Ard al-Ribat have been dealing with this for many, many years. From forcible seizures of land, illegal settlements, from homes being demolished, from olive trees being cut down, from people being left without opportunity, and for them being placed in open space concentration camps. But now we have to come to a reality where the, earth, the world is watching this small strip of land with a 25-mile coast, having lost the lives of 7,000 people because of airstrikes. Over 3,000 of them, women and children, seeing a reality where an aggressor with 
amazing military strength, material strength, could use that to level neighborhoods. Gaza appears like ruins in certain parts of it. Our eyes, brothers and sisters, have seen videos that no human should ever see. That many people in the Western world never see. Our eyes have seen videos of little kids being torn to pieces. Or unimaginable pain of people stuck under the rubble. Or unimaginable pain of people crying over the several bodies of their dead children. These are things that you wouldn't think you would see in front of your eyes in 2023. The oppression is really dark. And the distortions of the truth are even darker. By the testimony of every conscious person in the world, the brazenness of Israel and its terrorist leadership is unmatched in 2023. But the mu'min reacts to all these emotions with a heart full of hope. This is not going to stay. No way. Ishtaddi. Azmatu tanfariji. Qad aadhana layluki bilbalaji. O affliction, intensify as you may. The darkness of your night is soon going to pass. Beautiful line of poetry. Brothers and sisters, I need to look within myself at this moment and see where these emotions are leading me. Because there's a whole lot that may cause despair if not properly channeled. But the emotion of the moment should not be despair. It shouldn't be despair. It should be immense hope. It should be immense resilience. And the reason why it should be that, besides the fact that we learn that from our deen and from the example of our Prophet ﷺ, is because the people of Gaza teach us that. If anyone should be depressed, it should be them. But instead you see them resilient and strong. The ummah is gaining strength from the pulse of its heart, which is Gaza and Palestine. As you experience those emotions going on, when you see the sadistic and satanic powers that support what is happening unimaginably, unimaginably supporting it and getting away with it. People coming out and rejoicing and celebrating gloating about the death of children and women. And I wish this was an exaggeration. I wish this was an exaggeration. People coming out from the other side saying that hellfire has been unleashed on Gaza and they deserve it. Rejoicing. Gloating for what they call hellfire but they truly don't know what hellfire is hellfire awaits the perpetrators of such crimes hellfire awaits the supporters of such evil but as you look within your emotions and you feel like your heart is bleeding allow that emotion to be redirected in a healthier way a more meaningful way a stronger way a more resilient and powerful way
Brothers and sisters, we can tell who's trying to distort the truth. And guess what? People in the West and people with conscience, your neighbors, your co-workers, people at school with you, they could see this too. You could easily tell who's trying to distort the truth and control the narrative by those who are trying to suppress information. We see what the social media platforms are doing. Shadow banning, deactivating accounts. We see what the news media agencies are doing. Every time someone comes out with evidence, with proof, trying to suppress it, distort it, poke holes into it, discredit the plight by casting doubt on the source. Discredit the plight of the people of Gaza and the struggle of the people of Gaza by discrediting the source, the president of our own country, coming out with such blindness to say, I have no confidence in the source of the death toll. How can you possibly answer to your Lord, when you know through your satellites that half of the buildings in Gaza, the residential buildings have been destroyed. And you think that people aren't dying? That causes anger. That causes sadness. Brothers and sisters, there's a great feeling of inability and weakness in the general populace of the ummah, in the condition that we're facing now because... Many people feel we can't offer much more than words. But we should never underestimate the power of the ummah when it comes together. Yeah, there is this feeling of ajz. Yeah, we're living in historic times. We are living in historic times. But brothers and sisters, history has shown us. History has shown us that truth defeats falsehood. That ultimately the truth will come out. That falsehood may blind the eyes of people for a period of time. But we rest assured that decades from now, people are going to be speaking about this moment that we live in. And all of the distortions of truth that the warmongers and the fearmongers have perpetuated on humanity to justify war. From Afghanistan to... Iraq, to Palestine and Gaza, and to other parts of the world beyond that. Brothers and sisters, this moment in history will be spoken about decades from now. And it will come to light what the abuse of power can do to human beings. Great abuse of power, leading to the ruin of nations. Leading to the loss of life. Leading to so much infighting between society. People polarized on different sides because the forces that be have their agenda that they want to fulfill. Brothers and sisters, the Prophet ﷺ described and the Prophet ﷺ teaches us hope. Prophet ﷺ, he teaches us guidance. He was the light for the Ummah of Muhammad وسلم, and the light for humanity. Look at what Rasulullah tells us will happen in the end of time. The Prophet said, Yushikul Umam and Tada'a alaykum kama tada'al akalatu ila qasatiha.
Prophet ﷺ said, There will come a time when people will gather upon you, O Muslims, as they gather upon a dish that they want to eat from. So the Prophet ﷺ said, was asked, is this because Muslims will be few? Is this because they will be few? He said, no. بَلْ أَنْتُمْ يَوْمَئِذٍ كَثِيرٌ You will be many in number, many of you. 1.5 billion plus. بَلْ أَنْتُمْ يَوْمَئِذٍ كَثِيرٌ وَلَكِنَّكُمْ غُثَاءٌ كَغُثَاءِ السَّيْلِ But you will be like the foam upon flood water. وَلَيَنْزِعَنَّ اللَّهُ مِنْ صُدُورِ عَدُوِّكُمُ الْمَهَابَةَ مِنْكُمْ Allah will remove from the hearts of your enemies fear of you. وَلَيَقْذِفَنَّ اللَّهُ فِي قُلُوبِكُمُ الْوَهَنْ And you'll find in your heart a great sense of wahan. They asked the Prophet ﷺ, what is wahan? And he said, it is a deep love of dunya, a deep love of material prosperity, and a deep fear of death. This weakness will be so evident that our own lands will be used to attack parts of our ummah with the military bases that are set throughout the Muslim countries used to perpetuate this agenda of dividing the ummah further and further. Brothers and sisters, if anything, what should I learn from this what should I learn from the situation that we're going through now? If anything I should be learning is that what is happening is removing the veils off of the quote-unquote enlightened Western ideologies. The enlightened Western ideologies. I should no longer be disillusioned. What has individualism done for humanity? What has secularism and capitalism and liberalism done to humanity? It has produced for us more examples of the pre-Islamic Abu Jahl that we thought we'd never see with our own eyes, but we could see him clearly with our own eyes, speaking as the head of state of Israel, with such audacity. The whole world realizing who he is and who his, what his country is about. And him still saying, I'm going to kill and I'm going to kill more. I am going to erase the terrorists from the land. We thought that we were done with Abu Jahl. And we thought that was a long lost past for humanity. But liberalism has done nothing to really awaken the consciences of people. No, people are still with the dominance of hypocrisy, the distortions of truth. Instead, brothers and sisters, liberalism has not liberated the nafs, no. The people of Gaza have experienced what liberates the nafs. The Qur'an, dua, dhikr, that's what liberates the nafs. It is not these ideologies of individualism and capitalism. Instead, this capitalism is what's fueled the wars that we've seen through our lifetime. The vile atrocities that we've seen perpetuated for the, for the purpose of oil, for the purpose of financial prosperity, for the purpose of dominance, that's what this has produced. And we should not be disillusioned by that. If anything, I should learn from this incident. I need to go back to my deen. 
The thing that's really going to make a difference in my life is my connection with Allah Azza wa Jal, my connection with my soul, my connection with my brothers and sisters in Islam. That's where true power lies, brothers and sisters. That's where true power lies and that's why Gaza remains resilient and defiant. It's not about their material strength. It's not about their money. It's not about their political. It's not about their political weight. It's not about any of that. It's about a human conscience when it's truly awakened. It shows us what true human character could look like. Brothers and sisters, we learned this from our Prophet ﷺ. Our Prophet ﷺ is not with us to see his example living before our eyes, but he's with us with his sunnah. Prophet ﷺ teaches us how to overcome these types of emotions. Don't, no, the moment right now is not one where we should fall prey to our emotions. Don't fall prey. No, don't get weaker. Get stronger. Don't be more saddened. Be more hopeful. The Prophet ﷺ was told this in the Quran. We know that your test, your chest is tight because of what they're saying. Don't be dissuaded, O Muhammad, by that. Don't be dissuaded. Look at what the Prophet ﷺ is told in another verse. Prophet ﷺ and the companions are, tro- are taught and told. What true tawakkul in Allah looks like. What does it mean to truly trust in His plan? The Quran says, الَّذِينَ قَالَ لَهُمُ النَّاسُ إِنَّ النَّاسَ قَدْ جَمَعُوا لَكُمْ فَاخْشَوْهُمْ فَزَادَهُمْ إِيمَانًا وَقَالُوا حَسْبُنَ اللَّهُ وَنِعْمَ الْوَكِيلُ The people who when told everyone has gathered against you, you should be afraid now. You should be afraid now. What did they say? They said, حَسْبُنَ اللَّهُ Allah is enough for us. And he is the best disposer of our affairs. Brothers and sisters, I know many of us have seen videos. Remember that, remember those many videos that show parents bidding farewell to their children and saying to them, I'll meet you in Jannah. That father crying over his, the body of his lifeless son. Saying to him, I'm going to come to you in Jannah. I'll meet you in Jannah. This is not the end. Alhamdulillah. Wa shukru lillah. Radina billahi rabba. Wa bil islami deena. Wa bi Muhammadin sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Wa nabibiyya wa rasoola. That's true iman. When you see that beautiful example of someone who's able to approach one of the biggest life tests. Of losing your own children and then saying, you know what, I'm going to meet you in Jannah. It's not the end. We'll reunite. Alhamdulillah. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar to the power of the soul when Iman is truly found within it. Brothers and sisters. Yeah. We should be aware of something that may be happening to us and many others soon. I should pay attention to this. I should be very careful of emotional fatigue. I should be very careful of it. We're four weeks in. It's almost a month. People are going to If they haven't already started, they're going to start getting a feeling of exhaustion. We're human beings, brothers and sisters. The Prophet ﷺ was told, don't be sad, and he still was sad. The Prophet ﷺ was told, don't be sad, and he still was sad. As the Quran says, don't be sad. 
And don't be in constriction from what they say and what they do. Yet we know the Prophet ﷺ experienced sadness. In fact, one of the greatest, one of the greatest moments of sadness for the Prophet ﷺ was when he lost 70 of his companions to an act of betrayal and deceit. The hadith says, Prophet three months after Uhud, had to experience the loss of 70 of his companions. They were killed due to betrayal and treachery. Others, if you see any space in front of you, please fill the spaces. Jazakumullah khair. There's some bro- brothers at the door who want to get in. So the Prophet ﷺ lost 70 of his companions. And he was so sad. And the hadith goes on to say, ما رأيت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم وجد على سرية ما وجد على السبعين الذين أصيبوا في, بئر مع... في يوم بئر معونة كانوا يدعون القراء فمكث شهرا يدعو على قتلتهم In another narration of the hadith فما رأيت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم حزن حزن قط أشد منه أشد منه Prophet the hadith says that the companion Sayyidina Anas he says I've never seen the Prophet ﷺ get so sad and so distraught as he did over those group of 70 companions who were known as the Qurra, the reciters, who were killed, they were betrayed, and they were all massacred by a group of people who made it seem as though they accepted Islam and they asked the Prophet ﷺ to send to them teachers and they massacred all the teachers. So the Prophet ﷺ made dua against them for an entire month. Yes, I will experience emotional fatigue. Yes, there's a chance that my nafs might want me to feel hopeless. But I need to be very mindful. I need to be very mindful of this. I need to be mindful of my output and my input. What is draining me emotionally? What is emotionally depleting me? Those videos we watch, those news reports we see, that is taking energy from you. But now how must I refill my capacity to deal with what I'm dealing with? I need to see those news reports. To a certain extent, I need to be aware through those videos. But what am I going to do with that emotional energy? If I have a spiritual input, I am going to find that that emotional energy will turn into a great power source for me from within. You know, there's this hadith, the Prophet ﷺ, what it says? The hadith says, Prophet ﷺ says in the authentic hadith, Worshipping Allah, ibadah, worshipping Allah, in harj, and harj, what is it? It is a time of confusion, shiddatu, ikhtilat al-umur, wa zahq al-arwah. That's what harj is. Great loss of life, great confusion. 
Prophet ﷺ says, worshipping Allah in those times is the reward, carries the reward of performing hijrah. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. The reward of hijrah to the Prophet ﷺ. And the reason why it's such great reward because of the great difficulty. The things that are pulling at you from the right and from the left and from every other angle. Brothers and sisters, I need to be mindful of my emotions right now. And if I am, I'm going to be able to learn through this and buy this. Brothers and sisters, the other side only has propaganda. The other side only has material power and material might. But Allah is stronger and Allah is greater. We have on our side truth, haqq. We have on our side information and guidance. I need to learn this information and this guidance and spread it. Knowledge is much more powerful than propaganda. People are dissuaded by what they see by propaganda because they're not aware of what's truly happening over there in Philistine from 1948 and before it and after it. Brothers and sisters, the moment is a moment of great patience. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Do you think you'll enter Jannah? And Allah has not yet made known who among you is truly patient. Who among you is truly willing to struggle in the way of truth? Brothers and sisters, our rizq is in Allah's hands. The condition of the Ummah of Muhammad وسلم, is in Allah's hands. That's something, that's a reality that never escapes the realization of the mu'min. It's in Allah's hands. No one, nothing can outdo Allah. And if they may get their way for a moment in time, the ultimate reality is for truth. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, the end result is for a people of taqwa. And we realize that whatever, whatever lives are lost in this, they're not lost. No, they're not lost. They were chosen by Allah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَلِيَعْلَمَ اللَّهُ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا مِنْكُمْ وَيَتَّخِذَ مِنْكُمْ Allah chooses the martyrs. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala awaken the heart of the Ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam through the martyrs he has chosen in Gaza. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala awaken the conscience of the Ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam through the character of the people of Gaza. Through the resilience of the people of Gaza, through the patience of the people of Gaza, through the tawakkul and trust in Allah of the people of Gaza. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us a people who are resilient and strong in the face of falsehood, in the face of misinformation and disinformation and misguidance. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala expose truth and give victory to the people of truth. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bring about the ruin upon the people of falsehood and the people of oppression and aggression. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bring them swift demise. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala replace them with those who will be bring, bring justice to the earth and mercy to the earth and mercy to people. Allahumma ameen, Allahumma ameen. Wad'u'llahu antum muqinuna bil ijabah. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Wa salatu wa salam 
على سيدنا محمد أشرف الخلق وسيد المرسلين وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله ولتنظر نفس ما قدمت لغد واتقوا الله إن الله خبير بما تعملون أما بعد brothers and sisters the strength of the ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is not in merely having emotional outbursts I should not allow my experience with what's happening now to just be one that's very emotional. I just outburst emotionally and that's the end of it. And time passes and I go back into my previous modalities before any of this happened. No, that's not the lesson of the moment. The Umm of Muhammad draws its strength from true resilience from within, from spiritual fortitude, from spiritual togetherness. And that's the call of the moment. I need to find healing. In connection with my soul and in connection with every believer in the Ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. I need to find healing for my emotions through spiritual fortitude, through spiritual strength. The moment should lead me to call upon Allah azza wa for the people of Gaza and make dua for them. And make dua for ridha bi qada'illahi azza wa And that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wills for the Ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam goodness. That's what should guide my heart. A true sense of iman. As Allah Azza wa Jal says in the Quran, مَا أَصَابَ مِن مُصِيبَةٍ إِلَّا بِإِذْنِ اللَّهِ وَمَنْ يُؤْمِن بِاللَّهِ يَهْدِ قَلْبَهِ Look at this beautiful verse in the Quran. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, No affliction falls except by the will of Allah. Not by the will of Netanyahu or Israel or by any other superpower in this existence. Not by their will. We're all awaiting what's going to happen next. They don't decide it. They, they may think they decide when they go in for a ground invasion, but ultimately Allah Azza wa Jal is directing, deciding. And ultimately Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will bring to light what He decrees for His servants. That's the iman of the, every mu'min. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, no affliction befalls except by Allah's will. And whoever has true iman... He will guide his heart. We ask Allah Azza wa Jal to guide our hearts in this moment and to guide the hearts of the people in Gaza on how to face their oppressors and how to deal with their oppression and how to deal with their trial and their affliction. We ask Allah Azza wa Jal to shower upon them immense resilience and strength in the face of the oppressors. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bring them coolness as he made the fire a source of coolness for Ibrahim alayhi salam. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make the trials a source of coolness for the people of Gaza. May he overwhelm them with immense calm and tumaneena and tranquility and peace and rida and acceptance and contentment. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala show us the power of his might in the people who have oppressed in the land. Allahumma arina fihim ajaiba qudratik. Allahumma arina fihim ayatik. Allahumma arina fihim ayatik. Allahumma ahlikhum kama ahlakta عادًا وثمود اللهم أهلكهم وزلزلهم وأقذف الرعب في قلوبهم اللهم أقذف الرعب في قلوبهم اللهم إن السماء سماءك وإن الأرض أرضك وإن البحر بحرك وإن الظالمين لا يعجزونك 
فكفناهم بما شئت وكيف شئت يا رب العالمين اللهم اهزمهم ولا تجعل لهم صرفا ولا نصرا وردهم على أعقابهم خائبين خاسئين نادمين يا رب العالمين اللهم اغفر لنا وارحمنا وعافنا واعف عنا وتجاوز عن سيئاتنا اللهم اغفر لصغيرنا وكبيرنا وذكرنا وأنثانا وشاهدنا وغائبنا اللهم من أحييته منا فأحيه على الإيمان ومن أمته منا فأمته على الإسلام اللهم اجعل خير عمرنا آخرة واجعل خير عملنا خواتمة واجعل خير أيامنا يوما نلقاك فيه وأنت راض عنا آمين آمين وآخر دعوان الحمد لله رب العالمين وأقم الصلاة الله أكبر الله أكبر أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله حي على الصلاة حي على الفلاح قد قامت الصلاة قد قامت الصلاة الله أكبر الله أكبر لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله استقيموا يرحمني يرحمكم الله uh, إن شاء الله we have a few words after salah with uh, brother Salah Hadid Maksud from Care إن شاء الله please give him your attention after salah uh, إن شاء الله in the second raka'ah we're going to do قنوت النازلة again for our brothers and sisters in Gaza الله أكبر بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين آمين بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إذا زلزلت الأرض زلزالها وأخرجت الأرض أثقالها وقال الإنسان ما لها يومئذ تحدث أخبارها بأن ربك أوحى لها يومئذ يصدر الناس أشتاتا ليروا أعمالهم فمن يعمل مثقال ذرة خيرا يره ومن يعمل مثقال ذرة شرا يره الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله 
ਮਾਕਿਵਾਵੋਂ ਅੱਲਾਹੁ ਅਕਬਰ ਬismillahirrahmanirrahim alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin arrahmanir rahim maliki yawmiddin iyyaka na'budu wa iyyaka nasta'in ihdinas siratal mustaqim صراط الذين انعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين امين قل يا بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل يا ايها الكافرون لا اعبد ما تعبدون ولا انتم عابدون ما اعبد ولا انا عابد ما عبدتم ولا انتم عابدون ما اعبد لكم دينكم ولي دين الله اكبر سمع الله لمن حمده اللهم لك الحمد حتى ترضى ولك الحمد ما رضيت ولك الحمد بعد الرضا ولك الحمد على كل حال اللهم صل وسلم على سيدنا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين اللهم يا غياث المستغيثين ويا مجيب السائلين نسالك ربنا الفرج الفرج لاخواننا المستضعفين في غزه وفي فلسطين اللهم فك عنهم كربهم اللهم فك عنهم ضائقتهم اللهم امددهم بمددك وانصرهم بجند من جندك اللهم انزل السكينه عليهم اللهم انزل السكينه عليهم وثبت اقدامهم وانصرهم على القوم الظالمين اللهم انصرهم على عدوك وعدوهم اللهم عليك بمن طغى في البلاد فاكثر فيها الفساد اللهم صب عليهم سوط عذاب اللهم مزقهم كل ممزق مزقته لاعدائك انتصارا لاوليائك واحبابك اللهم اشف صدور قوم مؤمنين اللهم اشف صدور قوم مؤمنين اللهم عليك بمن رمل النساء ويتم الاطفال وهدم البيوت وانتهك الحرمات الله 
اللهم أنت حسبنا فيهم أنت حسبنا نعم المولى ونعم الوكيل نعم المولى ونعم النصير وآخر دعوانا أن الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله بسم الله والحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه ونوله uh, Many people are asking for dua from our community for different things um, uh, We have our brother Tawfiq Ali whose grandmother passed away his mother is diagnosed with cancer. We ask Allah Azza wa Jal to have mercy upon his grandmother and to give shifat to his mother. Allahumma ameen. And we also have our brother Shahzad who asked that we make dua for his two sisters who are afflicted with cancer. We also have uh, our brother Ridwan whose brother-in-law passed away in Morocco. Zoj Akhuna Ridwan. We ask Allah Azza wa Jal to have mercy upon him. Allahumma ameen. And that he gives shifat to every person who is ill from the Ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And that he has mercy upon all those who passed away. Allahumma ameen. I'm going to pass it over to Brother Salahuddin Maqsood to share an important message from care, inshaAllah. Please give him your attention, inshaAllah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Okay. Um, thank you, Shaykh, for the very powerful khutbah. Uh, the message is very clear. As Muslims, we should not do.